فیک ریڈیو میں to you. How are you? Welcome. How's your bum for love bites? I'm Ronnie Barber live from the Gator community on a sunny, sunny day. A wee bit of autumn. A wee bit of autumn creep. Yeah, a wee bit of autumn. Yeah, it's a wee bit of autumn creeping in. The grass is a bit damp, so be warned. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, there's lots to talk about today. Uh, Prince Andrew is a hero. It begins now. He's decided uh, he's got to try and save dogs. What? Uh, Bake Off was on last night. I think they jumped the shark last night. You know when somebody dies, celebrity dies, and you don't know who they are and you have to go and check? I did that uh, this morning. A guy from the Sex in the City has died. Didn't know who he was. I don't think I've ever watched Sex in the City. I don't think I have. Yeah, good afternoon yesterday. Uh, with I'm not saying good afternoon. I'm just saying I had a good afternoon yesterday. Uh, the uh, both the girls. Uh, well, I didn't have Libby, but I had uh, Reagan, and then uh, Daisy came round as well. So it was a good afternoon. I had a great time. I was knackered at night. Oh man, but it was great to have the kids in the house, and uh, they were great. They were uh, behaving themselves. Uh, I'm the problem when the kids come round. Uh, so bake off last night. Uh, I've got uh, I've got the radio adverts, uh, new jobs for radio. I've got to check that out today, see if there's any new jobs. Do you want me to check now? All right, I'll check now. Uh, just to see what jobs are available, and we can go it together, and you can vote now on which job I do apply for. See if I can find it. Where is it? <coughs> Where is that one now? Radio jobs. Where's the radio jobs? Oh, find me the radio jobs. Oh, it's gone. Is it gone for radio jobs? Oh, that's a shame. I was going to go through the radio jobs today. To see if there's anything that, you know, I could vaguely go for. Let me see if I can find radio jobs. Let's just see if we get radio jobs. Well, I've got to find, I've got to, I've got to find something. I have got to find a job of some sort. People have to go at me for not going on, on uh, Facebook at night. Well, I'm trying to find work. I've got to keep, I've got to pay the bills. Uh, radio Today, right, let's go to Radio Today. Have they got any jobs for sale? I don't, jobs for sale. Anyway, um, what else have I got for you today? Uh, we talked about glue yesterday. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, any jobs? Uh, image? Oh, right. Music producer cover. Uh, uh, cancel that one. Uh, producer Jazz FM. Imaging producer. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, former wireless. No. Uh, music producer. Uh, podcast producer vacancies. Listen. Uh, right. Okay. This is. Uh, what is this one? Podcast. Yeah. Uh, no. No. This is pretty. No, no, I can't do that one. Jazz producer can't do that one either. I'm looking for presenters. Let's see if there's any presenter jobs going. Anything here at all. Uh, data, traffic data journalist. That's uh, travel. I can't do it. I can't read things. like yeah, I'm rubbish at reading things. Co-presenter, Soundcheck Media. Right, let's see what this one is. Uh, right, Soundcheck, uh, go, co-presenter. Right, uh, we're looking for a presenter to join. Is it voluntary? Yeah, it's voluntary. Yeah, that's voluntary. I don't. I want a paying job. Oh right, hang on. Breakfast show producer, Greatest Hits Network. Oh, that's the one with uh, Simon Mayo, isn't it? Mayo, Simon Mayo. Uh, oh, by the way, you can text me oh seven eight four nine four five three five eight seven, and email Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Uh, right, no, I can't. That's not going to be for me. Uh, radio presenter, mid morning. Oh, that's bang up mine. Asian Star Radio. No, maybe not. <clears throat> Senior presenter at Radio Guernsey, that would be nice. It's a BBC, but I could change my name so they don't know it's me, it's applying for it. Uh, we're looking for a creative and versatile senior presenter to join our team at BBC Radio Guernsey. You have the skills? Yeah. Personality? Ho ho! Unable to reflect life on the island in a fun and engaging way with music entertainment. That's me, that is. Even if we say so ourselves, Guernsey has got to be one of the best places to live and work. You're never more than 10 minutes from the sea. And we have some of the... Is that right, then? More, more ten, hmm? We have some of the best beaches in the British Island. I'm not bothered with beaches. Uh, role response, uh, what's my role responsibility? 
Our programmes combine a mix of news, conversation, music and entertainment and you have to need to weave them all together seamlessly. Whoa, I'm the seamless presenter. Seamless Barber, they called me. I'm going to write that one down. Seamless Barber. Can anybody give me a reference? Listeners, you'll have to give me a reference. Just make out your some kind of uh, top notes. Seamless presenter. Okay, required. Um... You work alongside a producer and be instrumental in the production process. I like that. Coming up with creative ideas, yes. Original stories, yeah, I'll make them up. If they're not, you know, I'll just make them up. And features, you'll also work... Whoa, what? Features? What's that smell? Uh-huh, plinkety-plonk. I'm in like Flynn. You'll also produce, uh, proactively work with college and TV and digital tissue. We're sharing our content. Oh, maybe get on the telly. And, uh, right... You'll be willing to engross yourself in island life. I will. I love drinking on islands. And get across the issues that matter to locals, drinking on islands. And you'll also be good to people drinking on islands. And know how to get the best from our contributors and callers on air. Yes! You want to be part of the working environment and we celebrate trying to do things. We innovate and we are where we have fun. Yeah, I've heard that before. Not from you, Gansey, but you know. The package is bandy. What's the money? It's a one-year attachment. Oh, I could do that for you. Right. We're happy to discuss flexible working. Hi, that's not a bad wee jig. Right, I'll take a note, a wee gig. In America, they call it a jig. Anything else here? Broadcast journalist, Jack FM. Senior presenter, I've done that one. Uh, salesman, no, no. No, I can't see anything else that would take me by interest. I've never been closer. I've tried to understand That certain feeling Carved by another's hand But it's too late to hesitate We can't keep on living like this Postcode, wouldn't it? Heaven 17. Hiya! 
Taylor, how you doing? It's Ronnie Barber live from the gated community on Vague Radio UK. Um, what else have I got for you today? Oh, so just look at this guy who... Uh, uh, retinol nightly uh, re- uh, renewal moisturizer. Anybody trying that re- your room renewal moisturizer? Why do men not try these things? I think I'd quite like to try a wee bit of that. Uh, let's look at the good news. Uh, the Prince Andrew good news. Oh yeah, the good, he, he's. Uh, it looks like he may be trying to rediscover himself, and you know that, that's a good thing for me. He's trying to kind of maybe get everybody back Going on the to uh, peace good books. Expressing woking is an unusual thing for me to do. Beleaguered Duke. He is the Duke of York. The Grand Old Duke of York. Grand Old Duke of York. He had 10,000 men. They all signed a non-disclosure agreement and marched down again. Hey, bit of politics, everybody. Beleaguered Duke puts the right foot forward, brackets for once, says the Daily Mail, as he dashes to save a dog that was about to plunge to its doom from a castle window. The Duke of York. Uh, allegedly, uh, reportedly, uh, grabbed the dog... Uh, because he, you know that the Duke's been accused of hiding in Balmoral in recent year, weeks, uh, rescued for, arrested a dog while attending reception in an upper story of a castle in the Scottish Highlands. Who's at that reception then? I thought he was. I thought he was stuck in the attic. I didn't think he was going to get any work, was he? The royal managed to rush to the aid of the small canine after it became excited at the sounds of the royal security dogs barking below and bolted towards an open window. Moments before the dog plunged to its doom, the Duke of York rushed to the window and rescued it from peril after cradling the helpless creature in his arms. Good old boy, see? The instant comes after the report the Duke was yet to return from Scotland to meet his new granddaughter. Well, she needs to look like she's going to jump out a window and they'll be there like uh, Flynn. It was announced this week that the eldest daughter, Princess Beatrice, had become a mother for the first time, giving birth to a £6.2 baby girl on Saturday. That's quite. That's an average weight, isn't it, kids? Is that an average weight? The news, which comes only seven months after young daughter Eugenie gave birth to her son August. August, what? Son called August. That's not a. You better go with the, no, not them. Let's like I think about this. Months that sound like masculine. December, I suppose December's uh, December. March, mm, kind of vaguely. January, mm, bit of both. February, definitely girl. March, boy. May, April. April, May, both girls. June, girl. July, mm. August, girl. Oh, maybe maybe it's got the Roman August. That's Bibby Roads. Maybe, oh, oh, yeah. What do you think? Going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. I can see that. All right, so uh, anyway, he's got, a, he's got a granddaughter called, our son, called August. August, September. October, definitely man. November, oh, December. Anyway, uh, so I wonder who leaked that story about him saving a dog. It might be the start of the comeback. He might be coming back soon. <laughs> to a supermarket opening uh, somewhere else. What else we got? Oh, Boris Johnson, Prime Minister... I uh, finally admitted how many kids he's got. Uh, I have, um, he was on the NBC and he got questioned yesterday and finally somebody asked him. Because our politicians are not allowed to ask these things. I heard him with Beth Rigby on yesterday and she just was trying to say, are things going to be better? And she, he wouldn't commit. When were things going to get better? And he wouldn't commit to it. And he just kept on talking and he knew he was getting to the end of his time with her. They all, got wee, they all get these wee gaps, these bits of... Uh, um, time to do their interviews and he was come to it and he just kept on blind and he thought it was so funny that he could mess with the uh, journalists our journalists have just got to really step up and just not report what they're saying but put some kind of analysis onto it just quick fact check it anyway asked by NBC's today show on a trip to New York uh, he has six children and prime minister replied Oh, right, so they put it to him. He added, it's fantastic. It's a lot of work. I'll tell you with that much, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And I change a lot of nappies in case anybody I do. I deal with a lot of shit every day. And then there's the babies too. <laughs> I've got to change the... Uh, Michael Gove is a nightmare. He, he wriggles when I try to change his nappy. 
Mr. Johnson has six children who are public knowledge. <laughs> now, they didn't ask the names of them. That's what they should have asked, is that they should have said, what are the names of the, the kids? But they didn't ask that. Them. But now you bless them. Anyway, the names of them were Lara Milo, Cassia, Theodore, with his ex-wife Marina Wheeler, Stephanie after an affair in 2009, and Wilfred with his new wife Carrie, and a seventh child is on his... his uh, by his wife, Carrie, is on the way. So that's seven times... That's a lot of family allowance, isn't it? But they should have asked them. Unusually for a Prime Minister, Mr Johnson and his allies had previously av uh, avoided saying how many children he has. Asked directly how many children he had before the 2019 election. The Prime Minister said, I, uh, uh, Prime Minister said, I told LBC, I love my children very much, but they are not standing at this election. I, you know what I couldn't do yesterday? I tried to do a South African accent yesterday. Couldn't do it. I love my children very much. They are not standing at this election. I'm not therefore not going to comment on them. <laughs> oh, but and I see what's her name? Uh, Akura, Jennifer Akura is back in the news. She's going to give a, a statement to the London, uh, like the London Parliament, uh, you know, the London thingy, you know, with it. Yeah. Uh, to say uh, that, um, you know, what happened, what really happened between her and Johnson. Because we'd never really found out. Coming up, Pretty Patel wants to look up more people. Hurrah! But I don't think they're going to be uh, migrants. Maybe they could use a water ski. It's a jet ski. Oh, yeah, it's the um, insulate, isolate protesters. Somebody should tell them it's global warming's happening. We don't need as much insulation. say this again and again every time I play that song it's not supposed to be fun alright, loving is, is copulation, is procreation alright, so don't you dare start to enjoy that sex thing, how dare you you dirty beggars, come on 
you're doing it for the nation. You're doing it for the country. You're doing it for the world. You're keeping the uh, human race alive. And by the way, that's a, tr a problem at the moment, isn't it? It's a big issue, keeping things alive. Because we've got all these people on the A. I don't know what I'd do uh, on the M25. You know, I don't know what I'd do if uh, they start... I mean, you know, all those people are trying to get to their work, get to the airport, and these bams do that. <clears throat> and they're all a bit... If I'm honest, I think a lot of them are posh. All right? I think they've all got private homes, and I think they probably are well insulated because they can afford to insulate. But you can get a grant these days. Uh, yeah, they can get a grant. Hey, listen, there was a big fight in uh, Glasgow. Watch as Peter Pan and Tinkerbell involved in a mass brawl on a Scott street. A Twitter user filmed... And you'll hear the Twitter user who reports like a demon from the scene. A Twitter, user filmed, uh, a Twitter user filmed the incident on Wilson Street in Glasgow and provided his own commentary. Uh, <laughs> the bizarre moment, Peter Pan and Tinkerbell were spotted involved in a brass ball, a brass ball, a mass brawl. <laughs> brass ball. Oh, that's a good one. Brass ball. On a street in Glasgow, they appear surrounded by other people appearing to grab each other's hair and strike one another with one person falling to the ground. Uh, he says, Tinkerbell's gone for the man. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's do this. I've got this all on record. This is the live reporting. Tinkerbell's gone for it, man. Oh, my God. Not so Yes. Let's do this. Live reporting from that scene where, <laughs> where um, uh, the uh, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan got into it. I don't think that was the original intention. Of <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Go. I've got all the... This guy, that guy reminded me of somebody on, uh, on Still Game. One of the characters was that. Uh, so if you want to see Tinkerbell, I, I mean, that should be a new... People dress up as uh, characters and just fight. That would be fantastic television. The BBC would love that. UK could join US-Mexico-Canada trade pact as Boris Johnson gives up on a deal with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not going to uh, budge. He's known as unbudgeable Biden because of uh, the Friday agreement, the Good Friday agreement. He's protecting that. So Boris won't get, or Johnson won't get, his easy deal with America. He thought it was going to be so easy. Uh, what else is here? Andrew Neil's GB News appearance was cancelled amid a question time row. Oh, right. Oh, that's going to go. GB News. Mind you, I, um, uh, Piers Morgan has signed for uh, Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch's... Um, sorry, I just got something in my mouth there. Rupert Murdoch... Oh, it's a bad taste. Of I don't know why that comes out. Rupert Murdoch. Oh. Um, uh, he's, a new, he's kind of Fox News for the UK. Uh, have you ever watched Fox News in America? It's horrendous. Uh, anyway, um, what else have we got? Uh, Richard Madeley clashed with Susanna Reid as he clams, as he slams nonsense M25 for a protest. Yeah, um, Madeley's trying to become uh, Piers Morgan. He's trying to do that thing. And he's really tanned. What else have we got? Uh, hundreds of employers now offering, this is from the Daily Samira. Uh, hundreds of employers now offering up to £5,000 in a desperate plea for new, yeah, signing on. You know, you can get a lot. You can get, you get agents to get your best money to sign on. Um, I set up a surprise threesome for my boyfriend, but it ended in tears when he removed the blindfold. Uh, under the brackets of weird sex. We don't do weird sex. As I said before, it's copulation. End of. Oh, the bake-off last night was fantastic. Good opening. Good opening as well. Where I don't know where I went from weird sex to bake-off. I got a wee bit of thing for Prulith. Oh, I don't mind saying. Oh, yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, they opened up with Aki Breaky Heart. Uh, they were all dressed as, uh, you know, and it was good. I think it must have been Matt Lucas that did the lyrics to the uh, Don't Bake My Don't Bake My Tart, My Aki Breaky Tart. Uh, 
Oh yeah, Melbourne rocked by 5.9 magnitude earthquake as a region hit by power cuts. Yes. As if, well, I didn't know, you know when you hear about earthquakes and you didn't realise that earthquakes happen in places like Australia. Anyways, 5.9. I don't think there's anybody hurt, but it's these buildings and dam it's been damages. Um, facial uh, tattoos. What's your feeling, everybody? Uh, discuss now. Uh, email ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Facial massage, uh, facial tattoos. Good thing or a bad thing, or do you look like a bam? Uh, where is that? What's okay? Tory MPs have no plans to eradicate, uh, eradicate child poverty as UK kids worse off than adults. Well, of course they're not going to do that. <laughs> of course. Who, who thought they would, uh, the Tories would want to get rid of poverty? Don't be daft. Oh, this is interesting. This is one I nearly got yesterday. Um, dog almost dies from sniffing fragrance, so owner opens natural scent shop. Scent, not sense, sense shop. Dog lover Tim has now quit his old job and set up a natural home scent store, which uses payments provide, which uses payments, provide a square. All right, that's a bit of a puff. It's an advertorial. He moved into his new flat. He decided to put a, co a, bo a couple of reed diffusers to give the place a fresh aroma. But to the 40-year-old's uh, uh, horror, his dog Henry took a sniff and was immediately taken ill, suffering what? Inhalation toxicity. Vets rushed to his aid and my... Vets rushed to his aid. What do you think? What do you, can you phone up? Is it like a vet's? K9, K9, K9. Is that what you ring? K9, K9. Come on! Yeah, put that one down. That's an absolute radio. And put that down for them. They will love that. The K9. What what number do you ring when you're phoning up for a vet in emergency? K9, K9, K9. <laughs> I'm on it this morning. I had a wee bit of wine. I had half a bottle of wine last night. Um, yeah, I just, I just took a notion. Just took a notion. Just, just half a bottle, which just gives me a hangover. Because a lot of the alcohol, I don't know about you, but a lot of alcohol now just gives me a hangover. I mean, a real hangover. I just think, I don't think my, my liver, my body wants it anymore. I think it treats it like a poison, as it should. Government CO2 deal could cost taxpayers tens of millions. All right, okay, wait a minute, government, why would that cost me tens of millions? Hang on, where, what government CO2 do? Government deal with carbon dioxide plant could cost taxpayers tens of millions, cabinet minister admits. Uh-oh, wait a minute, what am, what am I paying for now? What am I paying for now? What deal has been done that I have to pay for? A government deal subsidising, uh-oh, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, where did that came from? Maybe I should apply for that Fox News. Do you think they would take a Scots guy? Slightly left of centre? Would they take them? Maybe I could be the balance. I could be the better rough. I mean, I can't get a gig at talk uh, radio because that's just full of the right side. You need a left-sided view as well. You can't even have a left-side view on the BBC. Well, of course, you never could. A government deal. How's that going past? I'm expecting some... Uh, a delivery from Amazon today. I've got my uh, my new printer um, cartridge coming. That's my life, everybody. That's how exciting the life of an ex-popular personality on the radio. But I like it. A government... If I can look after the kids for the rest, I'm fine with that. A government deal subsidising a US-owned fertiliser firm uh, providing carbon dioxide to British businesses could cost taxpayers tens of millions of pounds. A cabinet minister has admitted... They admitted the uh, agreement will be in place for three weeks. It'll be in place for three weeks. And Business Secretary Kwasi Kwarteng. Kwasi Kwarteng! Insisted last night it would divert, avert disruption on a critical industries that rely on a stable support, a supply of the CO2, adversely affected by spirally costs. It comes as CF fertilizers which provides around 60% of CO2 in the UK, suspended operations last week because of the global cost of gas, leading to alarm that consumers could be facing shortages of some foods within days. Mind you, I heard the, on uh, uh, Good Morning Britain, I heard uh, the chair of uh, Iceland said, I've been told by my marketing team to tell you we've got plenty of food in our, um, our, you know, our stores. Plenty of food and in more warehouses. Though he did say this, so we're asking him, you know, are we going to have to try and save Christmas? He says, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about Christmas. I think what we need to do is a lead up to Christmas is what we have to be concerned about. Because of the lorries and everything, we need more lorry, drive, lorry drivers. 
Uh, so, it, so this American company uh, got into a deal and said, well, keep us open and then we will, uh, we, we, you know, you can pay us for keeping us open. You know, stay open and uh, quasi quata, quasi quata. I uh, said, we will do a deal for you. <clears throat> and in a separate interview with LBC Radio, Mr. Useless, also useless, uh, also said, attempted to insist the deal on CO2 supplies could ensure Christmas is safe. You remember last year, what is that about us trying to make Christmas safe? It's one day, all right? We tried it. it was like, remember Boris let us out for a day over Christmas and then there was a huge spike and then schools were shut down, yeah? What is it about trying to save Christmas? Why not just save lives? That's where I'd go. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. I'm starving. She loves the theater, but she never comes late. I never bother with people that that's why this chick is a tramp. <laughs> she doesn't like crap games with barons and earls. I won't go to Harlem in ermines and pearls. <laughs> and I definitely won't dish our dirt with the rest of those girls. That's why the lady is a tramp. I love the free. Without care. Oh, I'm so broke. It's oak. I hate California. It's crowded and damp. That's why the lady is a tramp. Sometimes I go to Coney Island. Oh, the beach is divine. And I love the Yankees. Jeter's just fine. I follow Rogers and Hart. She sings every That isn't a fake. No fake. I love to rowboat with you and your wife in Central Parkway. <laughs> she goes to the opera and stays wide awake. Yes, I do. That's why this lady is a tramp. She likes the green, green grass, grass under her shoes. What can I lose? Because I got no dough. Oh, no. Why the lady is a tramp. Go! So, it's California, it's cold and it's damp. That's why the lady is a tramp. That's why the lady is a tramp. That's why the lady is a tramp. I think there's a documentary about the making of that album, uh, that uh, duets with uh, Tony Bennett. I love Tony Bennett. I do. I just love the man. Just fantastic. Uh, there apparently is a lot of anger and questions to be asked. BBC bosses are battling to save Strictly. Oh, no! After celebrities are furious to learn, three professional dancers have refused the COVID vaccine. Well, sack them then! Get them off! Sources say, sources claim one Fury star had told pals, we should have been protected after learning their professional partner hasn't received the jab. It was reported Monday that a third professional dancer had refused the COVID vaccine despite being paired with a celebrity. The dancers do not have to disclose whether they've been vaccinated to BBC bosses because it's a private medical affair. It should be part of your bloody contract. It should be part of the thing. Have you been have you prepared to get vaccinated to appear on the show? If not, you're not on the show. 
Yeah, this year Strictly has well, uh, once again uh, seen stars required to adhere to strict COVID safety measures. Excellent, good one. Including being tested multiple times a week. Not enough, not enough. Uh, Johnson, uh, Boris Johnson, uh, he'll be there, he'll be there, what, maybe next year? He'll be on it? Yeah, because he'll be gone. Rishi Sunak will be in there like Flynn. Everything should take their, uh, take their jabs, he says. Not in a bullying way, but just because I think it's a great thing to do. You wouldn't know anything about bullying, would you, Boris? Went to a private school, that's all the thing. That, well, not, not, not all the private schools, he said, trying to be politically and legally correct. And so BBCs are reportedly battling to save Strictly Come Dancing after celebrities were furious to learn that these professionals refused to take it. All right, uh, OK, well, they're going to have an outbreak, aren't they? But then you have to think, who is that's not getting the Jabberoonie? Who's not getting, as they call it in Scotland, a jag? You should get a jag to save your life and your, the people around you. I did my, I do a COVID test uh, at least once a week and I passed this morning, though it's still hellish. Stop shoving things up your nose. I don't know how cocaine people do that. You know, when, did, why do cocaine people never... Um, well, any time I've seen somebody who I thought was on cocaine, and I've been in show business, as you know, um, and you wonder, why wouldn't... Why don't you sneeze? And it all comes pumping out into the air. Well, you, you stuff up there, and this is just, I, I mean... I, I'm just suggesting I've never taken coke. I've never taken I've never smoked. I think the most I've ever had is Buckfast. That was a hell of a night that was as well. But anyway, um, I've never understood why cocaine people don't sneeze more. Because I shoved that thing up my nose this morning and and I, both more my wife took hers. I love is uh, taking a COVID test together. Oh, well, yeah, we took it. She took it home. Yeah, it was lovely. The two of us. <sighs> Sneezing. And I sneezed, and then the water comes to your eyes. Um, they thought they'd be protected, so to discover, this is the people who got vaccinated, uh, but they'd be protected to discover that the partner hasn't even had a single jab. This is a very bad link. It's a bad link. <laughs> the couple have already spent tens of hours practicing together. Clearly, there is a lot of anger, a lot of questions to be asked. Uh, Mail Online has contacted uh, representatives for Strictly Come Dancing for comment, and they're saying, that's you! <laughs> Speaking of Good Morning Britain, alongside uh, ex-pro Christina Ranoff, James, um, oh, James Jordan, got a wee bit of a chip in his shoulder. I would normally protect the professional dancers until the cows come home. What cows? Are we, cow is that going to be the next thing on Strictly Come Dancing? <laughs> cows, oh, cows in sequence dancing. Think about it, cows. Well, maybe you know, dangly things from the rudders. Oh, maybe flashing lights on the rudders. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and bells around their neck. Anyway, uh, he says, I, uh, this particular occasion, I cannot support the dancers. I think it's a really, really selfish thing to do. And also, what you have to remember in previous years, strictly, uh, strictly, your immune, yeah, when you're on it, your immune system gets this a bad link. Your immune system gets low. Lots of people get sick anyway. This would be four... Yeah, so he's quite right, James Jordan. You're exercising like a mad thing. And then, uh, with the COVID added in, it's hellish. Get the jab, you dancing bams.
Big Radio UK, Ronnie Barber here, uh, live from the gated community on a Wednesday, and I have passed my COVID test, so you can inhale while you listen. Uh, 07849453587 or email Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. You don't have to do any of those because I carry on regardless. It's the unique way Vague Radio has been uh, funded. Uh, Joe Biden and other world leaders are given microphone condoms. Stand back, everybody. It's a condom story. Thank goodness. I hadn't had one of these for a while. Um, but, uh, yeah, apparently uh, in uh, the, the UN yesterday, uh, where climate change was the big thing, and uh, you've got to protect yourself from the uh, COVID. Uh, so the little microphones uh, got a covering. Uh, for every new speaker, there's a different covering. Now, um... I'm no expert, all right? I'm no expert in the world of audio other than I talk, I know where to talk then to this microphone, right? So I know how to do that. Um, but I know that the BBC, you can actually change. You can have the normal microphone, but also put a little thing in, uh, in front of it. I forget what that's called. Shield. Oh, yeah, microphone shield. And you can change those. However, uh, the UN or the UN, uh, every speaker, including President Joe Biden, was given a fresh microphone head. Well, they were given a fresh head. <laughs> yeah, it put me at, yeah, that's a late night one. Yeah, yeah, that'll be when I get to late nights. They were given a fresh microphone head at uh, Tuesday, United Nations General Assembly. One reporter remarked, in the new age of COVID, a little condom for the microphone. <laughs> the nickname was given for both the mic's head appearance and the protection it was supposed to provide. <clears throat> Uh, UN Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield had expressed concerns in advance of the UNGA that it could be uh, come a COVID-19 super spreader. We don't want any of those, so you got to wear a condom. You must wear a condom. Remember, as well, we practice safe sex here. It's copulation. It's not to be funny. It's not to be enjoyed. It's copulation. And uh, if you want to stop having babies, then fine. But uh, in the Gator community, we encourage it. We want more babies. We need more babies t- to carry out the task for us later on and to pay tax as well. Tax and tax. Every speaker got a fresh uh, microphone head. <clears throat> According to the UN COVID-19 protocols, I've got the protocols there. Uh, I'll do a little condom for the microphone, both its uh, bag-like appearance. <laughs> and it really is. It just looks like a guy's come up with some gaffer tape and just wrapped the uh, microphone. If I was the sound guy, I'd be furious messing with my mics. Get a proper... Th- anyway, uh, it, for its bag-like appearance and protection, it was supposed to provide. According to the UN COVID, the podium will be cleaned after every speaker and the microphone head will be replaced. Excellent. We want we want new heads for the heads. Yeah, so they all got a brand, brand new one. Mind you, I want to want to get after that Brazilian guy, the Brazilian press. He's not having the COVID. No, no, no. Uh, President Jair uh, Bolsonaro, I don't think he's a, has a bunga bunga parties. I miss the days of the bunga bungas. Do you remember the bunga bungas? What was his name? What was the name of the bunga bunga? Let's just put bunga bunga. Bunga, uh, the Italian guy, Bunga. Well, not Nunga, Nunga, Bunga, Bunga. Bunga. God, my typing. Bunga, Bunga parties. Party. Uh, yeah. Bunga, Bunga party. What does it say with that? Uh, bunga parties. Oh, yeah, Berlusconi sex parties. Oh, you miss a sex party, don't you? You see, if they had a sex party going for it, I would vote for the sex party, don't you? I would call them the Bunga Bungas. Just imagine. But, again, sex is not for fun, all right? It's a serious thing. It says it in the Bible as well. It's to procreate. Procreate. Um, but anyway, it's good to see that the Biden was speaking at the UN headquarters in the UK directly after Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro who confirmed Monday to British Prime Minister Boris Johnson that he hasn't been vaccinated against the COVID-19. There's an awful lot of coffee in Brazil and COVID. 
He said, I already had the virus. He said, I think it must happen after that's the best, after the last Brazilian gets vaccinated. If there's a spare shot, I'll decide whether or not I get vaccinated. I think that's, he added, that's an example. Uh, the, mind you, this boy has uh, told a few porky pies. He's a big Trump fan. <clears throat> the White House later put out the statement pointing out the mic swap was happening uh, between every world leader, meaning it wasn't just a precaution surrounding bullets and arrows, vaccinated status. Workers sanitized the podium when Biden was vaccinated and exited too. Well, I would sanitize it after Johnson had been there as well. Well, he's six kids and he's got a seventh on the way. He might be spreading, his sperm might be kind of out there. You know? Oh, I'm saying. Uh, coming up, uh, what else have we got? Oh, yeah, scientists come up with a vaccination plant. Bees use electricity. There you go. Let's move in gay and get it on. You got the healing that I want. Just like they say it in the song. This king says to ourselves Don't have to share with no one else Don't keep your secrets to yourself It's gonna suit your show and tell for our semi-regular Science Tomorrow's World. Scientists are developing... I'm standing up because I've got... My watch has told me to stand up. Um, scientists are developing plants that uh, can deliver some vaccine, uh, vaccine technology used by Pfizer and Moderna COVID. Oh, by the way, my wife has just booked, uh, been booked for her third... Uh, for getting her booster. Do we call it booster or do we call it the third jab? I can't. Um, but she doesn't know she's going to get her flu jab as well, but she's, she's a nurse. She's had the shout through, so she's having it. She's gone the whole thought. Good girl. Uh, and she's not a great fan of the needle, though I do needle her. Scientists are developing plants that can deliver some vaccine technology used by Pfizer and Moderna uh, COVID shots by being eaten. 
Yes. Researchers at the UK Riverside um, are investigating ways to insert uh, mRNA vaccine technology used for, uh, for these COVID shots into edible plants. Yes. The chloroplast, that's what they called your chloroplast. Oh, have I done it? It was good. Uh, no, my watch has told me I've stood up enough. I would, no, I will stand up for a bit longer. The chloroplast of the plant will be used to carry mRNA and the person could take the vaccine orally by eating the plant. Yes. This is the green version, isn't it? If successful, the plants could allow for vaccines to be distributed easier over long distances and could be especially helpful for lower income nations. Even better, mind you, the lower income nations, where are they going to grow green plants? I mean, some of the places in Africa, they, you know, the, the water is... Juan Pablo Geraldo, he's the lead researcher, says plants could uh, have a huge impact on people's lives. mRNA technology works by providing the body a toolkit to build the proteins COVID uses to infect a person, then teaches the body how to destroy it. How clever are these people? Aren't these people just magnificent human beings? They're, get, they're coming up with something that will tell how to fight and, and give the body the toolkit to fight. It's just brilliant. And now we're going to get it in a plant form. It's going to be as green as it comes. When a, pars a person thinks, a parson or a person, parson, yeah, put me down for that's the uh, general synod. Yes, I'm going to be a parson. <laughs> when a person thinks of vaccines, they often imagine the long needle of a syringe before a slight pinch in the arm, followed by a day of soreness as they recover. Oh, I hate a day of soreness. That could change. And they can help to grow these uh, uh, plants that will be easy, easily digested in a vaccine shot and transportation. Yes. They, uh, yeah, so it could help the lower-income countries where we should be sending the vaccines, but we're not. Uh, once a person's immune system detects a protein, it will fight and form immunity to the proteins if they appear again in a person's body via exposure from the virus. Yes. Uh, companies are now working to apply this technology to other vaccines, including the yearly flu shot. How clever are these people? Thank you, scientists. We love you. Can we talk about bees for a second? Hang on. Bees really get a buzz out of flowers. Insects use electricity to harm, to charm plants into releasing scents. Bees can create an electrical charge. This again? How clever are bees now? I think human beings, uh, some of us who are not scientists, we're all a bit thick, aren't we? Scientists from the University of Bristol, Rothamsted Research and Cardiff University discovered the insects use an electrical charge to release the scent into the air. This is great. Lead author, Dr. Clara Montgomery, she's good. She's brilliant. She's got like three PhDs and anology. Lead author, Dr. Clara Montgomery, said the trait possibly evolved in plants to maximise the effectiveness of the attractive chemicals they release. So bees can create electricity. Now, over here, camera four. Can we get the bees to come up with this uh, electricity for Christmas? Can we get them to make more electricity for us to use for the Christmas lights in the room? We don't have to tell them. We don't have to tell them when they do the whole thing. We don't have to tell them it's going to be for Christmas lights and things. Can we get them to do that? Can we do it? Are you for it? Experts are buzzing after proving the first time that some blooms use the presence of pollinators as a cue to give up more of their perfume. Yes! Right, I'm away to talk to some bees. You have a lovely day. Keep your hands to yourself, you dirty beggars. I'll see you tomorrow. If you want to email me, it's ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. But why would you? Why would you? I've gone for my uh, coffee. Starbucks. Skinny latte. Extra hot, and maybe even an extra shot. Have a nice day, everyone.
ใจ